the keys are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. I'm ready to talk defensive line. Austin Bryant is going to be one of Chris Kisarek's latest reclamation projects. And I'm really excited to talk about a player that is extremely talented, but hasn't really been able to prove it at a consistent level in the NFL. Uh, Austin Bryant's a guy that played with some very good football teams at Clemson. Of course, he was teammates with Cleveland Farrell, also a new 49ers defensive line pickup. So the 49ers are going out and getting some of these players that maybe haven't panned out in the NFL. And we've seen them use this process before, whether that was Arden Key, Charles Aminihue, uh, Samson Ebucom, Kerry Hyder, where maybe they had a year or two where they looked really good, but then for whatever reason fell off or were not used. And in Austin Bryant's case, his career got off to a really bad start. Of course, he had a pectoral injury in the draft process that definitely hurt him. He ended up getting picked in round four, pick 15 by the Detroit Lions. And early on, he didn't play a lot of football games. He just didn't get opportunities to be on the field. He was dealing with off and on with different sorts of injuries. But we're talking about a player that has a lot of ability. He has elite length, almost 35-inch arms, give him a lot of leverage that defensive linemen love to have and defensive defensive line players and coordinators love to have these guys uh, that are really, really good at using their arms to their advantage. And he's definitely got that. And the other thing he's got is the ability to play with good speed around the edge. He doesn't give up in size, though. Normally, a guy at his size, six foot four, 270 pounds, I would be a little bit more slow-footed around the outside, but that's not the case. He's got a lot of value. And he's had one really good season. In 2021, he produced four and a half sacks for the Detroit Lions. Other than that, it's been a little bit of a mixed bag. He did not play a lot of football games. In 2019, he played four. uh, Not a lot of success either. One quarterback hit. In 2020, he played six. Uh, he only started one game, a lot, not a lot of production there. Uh, he had 12 solo tackles. In 2021 is where he breaks out. He plays 14 games. He started five of those football games, and he has four and a half sacks, including 21 solo tackles and five tackles for loss. By far his best season. And then in 2022, it was back to not playing very much. He played in nine games. He started in none of those, and he had zero sacks. So he fell out of favor with the current group there in Detroit, and it was time for him to move on. And the San Francisco 49ers were willing to give him a shot. And why not give somebody a shot that has this kind of athletic profile? I mean, the fact he's got the 34 and 5'8 arms is spectacular. Uh, He's tremendously athletic. He runs definitely around the 4'7 range. So this is a guy that's got good speed and agility off the outside. When you look at him compared to Drake Jackson, he's actually bigger than Drake Jackson is. Uh, Athletically, they're pretty similar. As far as arm length, pretty similar. 
So the 49ers definitely have a type. And you could say that about Robert Beal Jr. as well. So the 49ers are grabbing these guys that fit what Chris Kacarek wants on the outside and opposite of Nick Bosa. Uh, Bryant is going to be a fun player to watch because he has abilities that I don't think have really been tapped yet. And we'll see. He's either going to make it, it's going to be his time uh, is now, and he's going to make something happen, or he'll kind of wash out. Uh, but some of the things that he really does, is I mentioned this earlier, he uses his length uh, to his advantage. It's something that he does very well. He uses a single arm uh, to go ahead and get some separation between him and offensive lineman, and also will use a little duck under rip move. That is pretty good. I like those things that he was doing in the past game. And so he's one of those guys that also eats up uh, that kick slide, that that spacing between a, an offensive lineman and defensive lineman. He gets there in a hurry, and those things make it a little bit easier for him to catch offensive linemen off balance using a nice speed uh, ability that he has. And he also does use what's called like a slow approach. So he will kind of come up slower sometimes and then speed up or he will make it look like he's doing a speed rush and then he'll go inside or he'll come in like he's doing a bull rush and he'll go outside. He does vary his speeds to throw offensive tackles off their game. One of the best moves is to look like you're going to run a speed rush and then go back inside with a bull rush, catch that offensive tackle going up the field and take advantage. So he's got the tools to be able to do the things the 49ers want to do on the edge and potentially be a nice rotation piece for the 49ers. Now, it's not going to be easy to make this team. We talked about Bosa, Drake Jackson, his former teammate, Cleveland Farrell. Uh, they're all edge rushers. And then they went out and they got Robert Beal Jr. Uh, as a fifth-round draft pick out of Georgia and more reclamation projects that are still here, like Kerry Hyder, to rotate at defensive end as well. So he's going to have to compete with all those guys, and he has a little bit of deficiencies. One of those things is balance. Sometimes he can get overextended. He can allow his legs to get too narrow. His wide, uh, his base comes inside, and then he's able to be tipped over. He's on the ground too much, and that was something you could definitely see in his time in Detroit. He needs to make sure he can keep his balance while staying low and not get extended too much when he's using his long strides to get upfield and eat up that cushion that an offensive lineman has. So that all plays into it, and that causes a little bit of inconsistent bend when he's coming around the corner to get to the quarterback. He loses that balance. So finding balance is something that's going to be key and something for Chris Kassarek to develop because if he can help him maintain that balance, you'll probably see a lot of figure eight drills. That's where they're going through the hoop. If he can learn how to run on his edges and get that ankle flexibility, then he can make a real impact. There are things to like about him as far as being able to get down the line of scrimmage and get to a running back. He has the speed there. He has athleticism to run down quarterbacks if needed. Of course, he's not going to catch Lamar Jackson or, or Jalen Hurts, but if they're running away from Nick Bosa, he has a good chance of cutting them off and making the play. He also has been developing his edge rush uh, as far as against the run as well. He's very good at setting the edge, or he's been getting better at setting the edge, and that's something I want to see if Chris Kacarek can take to another level. I think Austin Bryant has the tools. He also has the want to. Uh, he's just going to have to go prove, prove it. 
and he's going to have a very talented room to go work with and then a very good offensive lineman to work against. He's going to need to do very well against Trent Williams, and that's no easy task, but that will make him better. I think seeing the moves that he has, I think Chris Caseric could definitely add to his repertoire and help him with that. But the key for Austin Bryant is to use his great speed to get off the football, but to go ahead and develop that balance to be able to uh, withstand the initial contact from an offensive lineman to not get eaten up as he's trying to get past or to get back inside. It's going to be very important for him. If he can develop that process and that development, he can be a formidable force for the 49ers. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. I like this signing for the mere fact that it's a guy that is untapped as far as we haven't really seen what his potential could be. He's a high ceiling yet high floor or a low floor guy. So there's a, a big uh, area for him. He's either going to develop or he's going to wash. And this is his time. It has to be right now because playing for Chris Kacarek is his best chance of using the skills and techniques he has to uh, the best of his ability. He's a perfect fit for what the 49ers want on the edge. And I think with a little bit of development, he could be a nice player in this rotation. It's going to be difficult. He's going to be competing with a Chris Kacarek uh, favorite in Kerry Hyder. But I think that if he can prove that his speed around the outside and he's able to get home is something that he's definitely uh, worked at, then he can make this football team. The 49ers could release realistically keep five edge rushers on this team. And if that is the case, you know Bosa and Drake Jackson are for sure making it. Cleveland Farrell and Robert Beal seem to be very comfortable in making this football team. So it comes down to really Kerry Hyder versus Austin Bryant. And we know how Chris Kacarek really likes Kerry Hyder. So it's an uphill battle for Bryant. He's got a couple of things on his advantage in, in his uh to his advantage. Number one, he's fast. Number two, he's younger. A guy that's only 25 years old and still has a lot of room to develop. So I think the 49ers can feel comfortable with Austin Bryant as part of the rotation. And I'm no, I'm super excited to see what he can do at training camp and see if he can put together all the things that he has going his way. He can start getting those moves down while keeping his balance. 
he could be a formidable force. You don't just get four and a half sacks in this league on a whim. You definitely have the talent to do so. Four and a half sacks would have equaled what Charles Aminahue did last year and what Samson Ebicom has been doing for the 49ers. That's pretty nice to have in your rotation. So will Austin Bryant make this football team? I think it's to be determined, but I don't think he's out of it at all. I think it comes down to him and Hyder and how the 49ers plan to uh, break up this defensive line. You have five to six really good interior defensive linemen, and you have five to six really good guys on the outside as well. It's going to be a fun process watching through, and I'm excited about Austin Bryant. The more film I watch, the more uh, excited I get because I do think there's a real possibility for him to develop into a good player. I don't think uh, he's he's gone. You know, one of those guys that's foregone conclusion, not going to work out in this league. He could be the next Arden Key uh, or Samson Ebicom who comes in and is able to develop and go out and get a really, really good contract. And I'm hoping that for him. I'm hoping he shows out and shows up for the 49ers and makes big-time plays for this football team. Super excited about him and excited about all the content that's coming your way. Thank you guys so much for all that you do. Like the video if you have the opportunity. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. On the push for 4,000 subs. Really appreciate all the support. And I can't wait for the, the content to come out. I hope you guys are all in, enjoying your good weekend. And until the next time, stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.